You know, I haven't talked to Rosalind McGrath in, I don't know, it's been a while. You know, people get busy, she gets busy. I've been, I've actually been, not to make excuses, but I've been working a lot. And I've kind of lost a little bit of desire to do some of my podcasts. And of course, we have this big, I don't know, thing going on, wake up call, event, whatever you want to call it. Uh, and some of you maybe are afraid or confused. And, and some of us are also seeing it that perhaps this is really a huge event that we've kind of been talking about, really. Uh, so Rosalind McGrath contacted me. I'm glad she did and wanted to talk about this. And she came up with a really unique perspective on this. So uh, first of all, I'm going to introduce her. How are you doing, Roz? I am doing great. How are you, TJ? Fantastic. <laughs> is that possible with all this? Is that possible? Isn't it wild? <laughs> you know, and I always feel like, and I'm not lying, but I think the words we choose kind of create our life and our day, and they're so powerful. So I always tell people I'm doing great. I mean, do you do that as well, Rosalind? Are you are you honest and with them and go rotten? I'm doing rotten. I don't. You don't <laughs> strike me as that kind of person. Um, I. I don't always say I'm doing great. Um, I, sometimes it'll go down to okay. <laughs> oh, okay. You know, um, but I, it, it definitely does add positive energy to put the positive into words. It is right. powerful. I believe so. And, and not even so much whatever words we speak or whatever we follow long enough kind of becomes what our focus is, and then you could easily talk yourself into being afraid. You could talk yourself into being fearful uh, or maybe uh, panicked or maybe upset and angry. There's so many of those emotions going on, I think, with all of this. And who better to have on than Roslyn? So how long have you been uh, channeling and doing healing, energy healing? Wow. Channeling since late 90s. Okay. And energy healing maybe a tad a couple years longer than that. And you have a website called Empowering Lightworks. Tell us what when people go to that, can you tell us a little bit about what they find there? Uh, you will find the uh, types of individual sessions that I do. Um uh, as well as events that I offer and trainings. So there's a, a number of uh, methods that I use with clients uh, that you can learn to do for yourself and also share with other people. And you had reached out to me to uh, maybe talk about the coronavirus. Little did I know you actually meant channeling the COVID-19 oh, yeah. <laughs> strain. We're actually going to talk to <laughs> we're we're going to talk to the actual strain itself. Is that correct? Yes. Yes. I, you know, I actually, I started getting the start of that message last week. Um, but it really felt important to have uh, another human involved, like yourself, to really um, ask the questions that come to your mind and to, uh, you know, help to share this more widely. Because I think the perspective we take is really crucial right now uh, to how we deal with things. Now you're saying that even a virus has like consciousness. Everything has consciousness. 
It does. And everything has an overlighting spiritual energy. Hmm. Kind of like its higher self in a way. Interesting. And everything, we can also say nothing happens by accident. And everything that happens to us is kind of, we kind of were aware that this was going to happen on some level. I think there are so many people and traditions that have pointed to this time as, um, having a huge disruptor. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, we just had the fires in Australia, which was, I mean, when's the last time a continent burned? And if the, you know, that was one yeah. wake up call. And now we mm-hmm. have, uh, the, what do they call it? The COVID-19, uh, coronavirus. Mm-hmm. So when you're ready, cause I'm really interested. <laughs> I've never talked to a, a virus before. Uh, maybe we could talk to the common cold when after that. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> and I know uh, you had requested that we speak with Gaia also. Yep, I was hoping to do that as well. So, um, and could we could we start? It feels like um, that might be a good introduction from her. Okay. And if you want to come, if you feel like there's a reason to come back to her after the other, we can do that too. Okay. Um, but that's what I was um, uh, intuiting while we were getting started. She's going, oh, me first. (laughs) Okay. It's been a while, so I'm looking forward to it. Let me know when you're ready. Okay. I am here, dear ones, and I am, of course, with you. You are with me, and believe it or not, we are one organism. And just as you might note in your own organism that there are different parts, you are part of my parts. And you are your own consciousness, but collected to, connected to the whole. Yes. And it's been a while since we have talked. First of all, how are you doing, Gaia? <laughs> you know, I am busy as usual, as uh, many of you would probably say for yourselves as well. And I am doing extremely well. There are so many points of light focused upon me, us, right now, and so much light that is uh, moving from the core of my being out to the surface, and wow, is that having some impact on the surface. Mm. So I know you are all feeling it, no matter what continent you are on, no matter what species you are. No matter even if you are a rock or stone, all is part of this change happening. And this change that is happening, are we still on course to transition that we're going to another realm? Some say the fifth dimension. Is that where we're going? We have always been uh, part of all dimensions, actually. 
But what is happening now is, is the focus. The focus is shifting. And as some others have said as well, we are moving out of the free will experiment to the free heart. And so the heart, which is what connects all and what all exists within, is claiming. It is making it more and more abundantly clear this is the primary force of the universe. Mm. That as we work with it, in collaboration with it, all flows, all comes to its fulfillment with greater grace. And when we resist, then there is the struggle. We, Rosalind and I were talking about this because I've heard this before and I like the way you put it about moving to, coming out of a uh, duality to more of a connected with with oneness. But um, are there those, are there going to be two places of consciousness if like? Yes. And so there will those, we're having these wake up calls are some not going to get it, and will they remain, and will some go to somewhere else? I would like to share our perspective of this with you, that it is not about some not getting it. Everybody is getting it, but the rate of speed, the tempo, at which their soul prefers to embody and express it varies greatly. And so for some, having that time allows them, uh, allows them actually a less bumpy road than if they um, try to resist what their soul is asking for and kind of force, like force the blossom, you know? Mm-hmm. All will blossom, and there isn't a right and a wrong to this. Right. Wrong. <laughs> I thought I'd throw that in. <laughs> it is uh, tricky in, in human language to um, re-language out guess, of duality. I guess I'm, I'm just saying, Gaia, that in the way we can understand it, and it's been presented to me, and I'm not sure what I believe on this, is that let's say the earth is transitioning into a higher level of consciousness, and not everybody maybe is ready, because we have free will, ready to go there, and they will, and they're already actually there, I guess, it's some part of them, but some may choose not to. So will there be like a separate earth where they will stay, like another like a third-dimensional earth, and then will there be a new place? Similar, almost identical, but just a different understanding, consciousness. That would be an accurate description. Interesting. So it is true. Aha! (laughs) (laughs) So with all that's going on, first of all, what can we do to assist you? Ah, you already have, by your choice to be present now. 
And so I will put the question back to you all. How can you support your growth, your grace through this tumultuous time? I desire, and it is my my nature, you are part of me, uh, I desire to be there for you in ways that are more apparent to you. For I, I believe, I sense that some of you feel I am just trying to get rid of you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some people might feel that way. Just, just luff you off like mm. a bad idea. Mm. And that is not the case. I love you. There is no limit to my love for you. And you are not separate from me. Mm-hmm. And so I am a certain kind of embodiment of love, and therefore you are as well. So what sets your love free? You know, and I do not mean, oh, you got a new car. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, One that doesn't pollute, by the way. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) But one within you, what within you sets you free to love? Can you let go of even a quarter, even an eighth of your fear of being loved and loving? Many of you have old, old baggage that has entwined with your perception of what love means. It's it's dangerous, it's scary, uh, you're vulnerable, you know You are vulnerable. All is vulnerable in the sense of you cannot control it all. I do not control it all. Mm -hmm. We all influence. We all impact. And when we align with the nature of our nature, then things flow and you may begin to trust more. And let that guard down. I have no guard from you. Mm. I need no guard because my processes will kind of automatically, over what you perceive as time, uh, balance anything that might appear to be an imbalance. So it is always that kind of a, a beautiful seesaw. Even what appears as destruction, it's constantly recycled, including the many, many energies, the majority of which you do not perceive consciously, uh, those change, those are quote-unquote destroyed, or as you like to say, recycled, Mm -hmm. upcycled. It is constantly in flux because it is not the eternal we are formed of the eternal. We are always part of the eternal. Yet we have this fascinating opportunity to experience our individual facets of that eternal. And we see a lot of people, and I already, I have my own answer in my own heart, what I believe it is, but I'd like to hear yours. Um, 
we're, a lot of people are going to leave, whether it's through disease or disasters or even wars and all that. And, you know, I know it's part of, you know, I believe people choose to be a part of things. And so nothing is really by accident. And I just wanted to get your take on when there's a natural disaster or a virus that's going through. Um, obviously, it's serving a greater, greater purpose. And some people souls are going to leave. Go ahead. Souls are choosing the way in which they desire to support the evolution. And so many uh, do choose to support without the challenges of the physical body. Well said. Woo, that was good. Because when we're in spirit, because <laughs> when we're in spirit, we're really free to just be what we are. And then this human body kind of, kind of, slows us down a little bit and maybe also we don't see things as clearly um, as they truly are. So some, and this is an answer, answer I expected from Gaia or from any being that it, I think has a, an understanding of this is that we choose everything that goes on. And even when we see loss of life, it truly isn't loss. And some people would choose to step out for whatever reason, maybe to assist or maybe they just don't want to play the game anymore, the physical game, and they're, and they're moving to another place. So what is going to happen to us, Gaia, when we get to this next understanding, this next awakening that you're talking about? Well, I, I would also just like to add, too, that... Uh, our, our perspective is that those that step away, perhaps you may not see them as serving the Earth's evolution uh, in their next phase of being. However, their growth on those other planes is still part of our evolution. Hmm. Well said. Any being that has ever interacted with me has ever been part of me will always be part of me do we like leave a piece of ourself behind your imprint is eternal it's already there and yes and your growth shall we say uh, while you are not in a body, is also having an impact for those of us who are experiencing a physical form. Hmm. You just cannot escape me <laughs> in a certain way. <laughs> so even when I leave here, oh, I'm still helping out the planet, which is good. I want to do that. You know, I am a heavenly body. Yes, you are. And, and you are part of my heavenly body wherever you go. And I am grateful to have a place, to have this experience on such a wonderful place that has so much that, you know, in our normal form, am I right on this guy? In my normal form, I don't really get to experience this. I'm, and this is why I, I love 
I chose maybe in part to be here is to have this incredible experience on this place of wonderment that has so much. Yes. It is like, you know, you all are are on the front lines, you know, who have a body right now. You, you're like, I want to be up close and center to what is happening. I, I want to experience it through, all the way through physical form. I want to be part of that impact. And I just want to also enjoy even the little things that still exist in nature and being on this planet. That gives me great joy. So that's what I guess I'm saying is I really, and I'm here too for the other thing. <laughs> you know, throw that in there. Yes. Well, we, we would like to amplify that, what you have uh, mentioned, because that is vital. You know, there is no little thing to me. Sorry, I meant big things. <laughs> you know, but you know what, what we are saying, know, right? Yeah. So that, 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 that tiny flower, that beginning of the bud on the tree, I, I celebrate that uh, as equally as every other form of growth so, and so-called uh, decay. I was, and unless there's more you want to say, what is this next... When we take this next role of awakening, what is that? Can you give us an idea of where you're going and what it's going to be like? Hmm. The, what you describe as the fifth dimensional, you will be aware of your energetic impulses, uh, your actions and reactions on that level uh, far more clearly and profoundly than you do now you will uh, orchestrate the fulfillment of your your true desires your your the the holiness and your laughter is holy your jokes they are holy uh and your appreciation of what is often described as the little things is holy all of these things will have far less friction the the um, fulfillment of of needs, the so-called survival, that is going to become a thing of the past. Now, this is going to occur in stages. Uh, we we know there are many of you who would like to snap your fingers and and be there with that, and that is understood. Uh, it is part of what propels you on. And so I would like to remind you that you do not want to miss a moment of the process from quote-unquote here to quote-unquote there. Uh, for we do know that all time is one. And so this has already occurred, and you get to walk through uh, this magical journey hmm. and see, oh, how would I... What, what do I choose to embody and express through this process? If I know this is a done deal, do I need to hoard? Perhaps I need uh, a couple rolls more of toilet paper. <laughs> but perhaps not, um, you know, the three giant cases, how, however you want to describe that. Uh, you start to, to go, oh, how do I want to express? 
if, if this is foretold throughout the ages, if I have a key role, and you all do, what role would I like that to be? Charmin. What feels, Charmin. yes, <laughs> not like the ego boost, <laughs> but the, ooh, like I resonate with carrying truth forward on the edge of my sword of light, or I feel that that love blossom, and it is not like you stay with one quality all the time, mm-hmm. but there are certain predominant things that each of you resonates with. Imagine that you are a key player in this story, which you are. How would you like that to unfold? Beginning, begin to explore with the power of your divinely gifted imagination. You said... Start to know what is possible here. Yes, TJ. Uh, Yeah, me in the back over here with my hand up. I have a question for Gaia. Uh, (laughs) It's like a press conference. Uh, Gaia, um, you said everyone here. Do you mean everyone? Because aren't some people just kind of here for the experience and don't want to give up duality? You said everyone here is to help facilitate this? Yes, because even those who appear clueless to you, to Mm -hmm. put it quite bluntly, Mm -hmm. they are providing opportunities for those around them. Okay. So, because I know everybody... those who are listening to this show, let me tell you, the vast majority, they are going to pick choice B. They are going to pick the fast lane. Hmm. Interesting. Because we are waking up, and I am helping to just wake you up a little bit more right you, now. You no, know, people have talked about, um, I've heard many different stories, and I guess it's always good to go to the source, right? So there was a call from Gaia to, Gaia had put up with duality. It was an agreement. I don't know if put up is the right word, but Gaia had lovingly agreed <laughs> agreed to be part of this agreement where we saw the divine feminine step away and we saw duality split, you know, the oneness. And Gaia, some say, uh, was getting ill from what was being done to the planet and wanted help. And others say, no, it was just an agreement and the agreement has come to an end. Could you clarify? Uh, choice two. <laughs> an and I would say it is in the process of, of coming uh, to an end. Uh, and um, uh, we would also like to note, um, including uh, the one uh, to whom I am speaking, uh, that the, this term we have used, of course, free will experiment is well known, uh, that the, the free heart experiment, uh, this was shared with uh, a flow, uh, Evia Magdalena, uh, as a way for her to assist in explaining aspects of this shift coming. And we concur that this is a, a helpful phrase to use because it is by freeing your heart that the experience you truly desire to have here becomes possible. 
Mm. We understand that for some of you that seems very general and perhaps like a platitude, but there are actually many concrete steps that you can take. We say starting now, but you have already begun from the moment your heart first began to beat. Uh, But there are concrete steps that make this real in your, our world. Now, I ask all of you, do you feel me? I mean, do you sense what I share with you right in this moment? Mm -hmm. It is always available to you to tune into the essence of my nature. Because you are part of me, it supports you in tuning into and grounding yours so that you can implement it more, uh, I don't want to say carefully exactly, but more accurately, uh, more effectively. Now, when you say grounding, because, you know, people always throw that around, but uh, what do you recommend? To me, it's being in nature, uh, connecting actually with the physical earth, but I know there are times you can't, so you can visualize it. But what, what do you recommend? You have roots that you do not see, the great majority of you, that connect you with me. And many are familiar with the concept of the silver cord that runs from the base of your spine into the very heart of who I am. And that is a very helpful connection. You might feel or imagine how that anchors in right now. Excellent. And in these challenging times for so many of you, you can also add to this picture that your fertile root system is spreading around uh, from your feet and around this beautiful silver uh, tube or cord, uh, out at like a huge triangle, at like a massive root system that plugs you in so you have a very strong foundation from which to breathe up anything you require for sustenance. Hmm. For eventually some will choose to have a, a more conscious relationship with uh, what you consume and uh, qualify as food. And some will experiment more and more with um, pure energy as sustenance, perhaps combined with um, fluids and just a little bit of of, uh, the produce that I supply. Uh, and in time, there will be greater mastery with this. Know that none, there is no hierarchy here, that one way is more spiritual than another. It is all very much alive because the sun is a heavenly body and it has a physical nature. And uh, so those who are like the light eaters or however you you call that practice, 
um, they are consuming an actual physical substance. It just does not have the same density. Hmm. Does that make it better than um, having this conscious relationship with the quote-unquote food? No. All of it is like blossomed to a new level of energy match Hmm. so that you are not uh, consuming things that much of your being on many levels is just trying to get rid of after. I mean, you will have an elimination system, but it, things will function in a much smoother way. Is it true that we are carbon-based beings and we're going towards a crystalline type? Yes. Okay. Thank you. Yes. And so what's going on is these energies have been coming to us and coming to you. Um, and then also... Isn't the sun, from what I've heard, is playing a big factor in this as well? Oh, yes. The entire solar system and beyond, it is, it is all evolving. There is uh, certainly a, a very heightened activity happening here in particular right now. And is this something that basically happens throughout the, the eternity of space in other locations is ha- something that happens all the time to varying degrees you know there are peaks and valleys in any story okay so you're gaia and then we have mars and are you guys like buddy <laughs> buddies i mean <laughs> <laughs> we are have a very close relationship and you're saying every planet. Uh, my health and all of the um, bodies in our solar system. And so there is, there's actually living energy within even these planets we think that are dead. There still is a consciousness around them. Correct. Death is a word, but it's not an accurate one. Mm. For anything, mm-hmm. change, transition would be more accurate. And so, go ahead. Some things become uh, have a certain degree of dormancy at certain times, or they are dormant in certain ways. Like even some of the gifts you were born with may lie dormant at certain times in your life because it is just not their season at that moment. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. I can't think of too many other questions because we're going to talk to the corona, uh, COVID-19 strain, and I'm guessing the two of you are kind of working together, or is there anything you want to tell us about that before we move on? Well, I would simply point out that all that exists as part of me is holy, Mm. is uh, beautiful, is built from creation, which is love. How could anything be outside of love? And so uh, certainly different aspects of my being uh, challenge one another 
spur one another on in different ways. And this is true as well uh, with this uh, particular virus strain uh, that is straining uh, the human population at this time. And I would just remind all of you, whether you are feeling um, quite blue or anxious or uh, curious or um, elated uh, by your current moment in time, that I love you all equally and without limit. And you are a holy part of me, my heavenly body. Thank you. That's all I have for now, unless there's anything else you want to say. If not, maybe we'll get back with Rosalind when she comes down from Neptune and comes back to us here in a moment. I thank you for facilitating our conversation so well today, TJ, and the blessings of the gifts that you bring to all of us. And thank you for all your blessings. I am so grateful. You know, these kind of things really make me more grateful. And I think that's what they're kind of intended to do. So, thank you. Namaste. So, Roz is going to be beaming back in. Right now, she's uh, floating around. Are you there? <laughs> I am I am here. <laughs> now, when you go through this process again, because it's been a while, tell people what happens to you when you have something like speaking through you. Where do you go? So I am a conscious channel, so I am aware of what's being said, and uh, sometimes will feel something of my own reaction to that. Um, I just, I guess... The only way I know how to explain it is I put my personal self aside and I, I open um, for that energy uh, that we've asked to come through to, to do that as clearly as possible. Um, and then I just kind of follow the flow. <laughs> do you remember much of what was said in our conversation? Um, I think I do, but I know that I, I appreciate that I will get to hear it in mm-hmm. the recording later. Mm-hmm. And was there anything that maybe I missed that I should have asked? Do you think it felt real? It felt pretty complete to me, okay. um, at least in terms of what her intention was to share with us. It felt very complete. Okay. I have no idea what I'm going to ask COVID-19. We're going to talk to COVID in just a moment. <laughs> little, little COVID's going to join us. And when there, is there anything you want to say before we get started on that? So I'm just going to ask uh, everybody who is listening, everybody who will listen to this, to just take a moment to breathe. To know that we are all in this together uh, and to open to really connect with your truth, your highest truth, through whatever comes forward 
um, with this next piece. Okay. So I'm going to go ahead and, and shift over, and then you will you will hear from from our next guest <laughs> as soon as as soon as that's established. Okay. <laughs> He's in the green room right now. She, he, COVID-19 <laughs> will be joining us on stage here in just a moment. And <laughs> Welcome. I know each of you while we have not all uh, have not contacted each of you i know each of you i know your concerns um i know your structure i know your system of health uh i know what your being is uh, attempting to to break through out of this uh, because this is meant to be a breakthrough process. So, could I ask you questions? You are most welcome to do that. And you are consciousness connected to source. And is this, have you always been? I mean, because we've just found out about the COVID-19 now. Have you always been around or? Not in this form. Okay. And then, first of all, many of us have been talking, and they say that, you know, it's only been in this country for a short time, but yet many of us feel we had the symptoms. And I had a pretty good round with you, if you will, and um, it lasted for a few days. So I just want to get clarification. Did some of us experience this prior to what they're telling us? Yes. Uh, not everybody who thinks so, but yes, some of you have. Okay. And there's another thing floating around is that this maybe was created in a laboratory. Is there no. any? Okay. Was this created having anything to do with bats? Uh, how can I say? Not exactly. Um... There is, there is a kind of connection here, but that is, is, it is not primary. How do you come about? How did you come about then? Through consciousness? I would say I came about in the same way that you all did. Mm. So out of, out of source, out of the oneness, grew um, an expansion, uh, an opportunity for the universe to add um, new, new notes, new flavors, um, new opportunities. That is how I was born. And so, you know, I look at this as so many wonderful things potentially can come out of it, and so many wonderful things really are. I mean, you're kind of getting a bad rap over here, COVID. <laughs> but I want to say, and I'm, and I feel bad for anybody that um, is really sick or has lost someone. But on a lighter note, to me, 
everything happens. There's a reason it happens. And generally, it's always to nudge us and move us along. So what is kind of your purpose for being here now? As I have stated to the one to whom I'm speaking now, and which she has shared just a, with just a few others so far, is that I am only here for the purpose of love. Now, I understand there are many who fear me, uh, who feel they have been irrevocably harmed by my existence, and uh, who have great concerns for the ripple effect of my presence here. And I, I do understand the lens through which humanity looks at situations. Uh, however, as the overlighting energy, I see a much broader view. And because I know, as Kaya has also made plain here today, that there is no such thing as death, I know that any loved one that you appear to have lost is here. Mm-hmm. Not, obviously not in the same way, but they have not ceased existing in, in your heart, in your memory, and in the universe. They continue to exist. They do not exist in the same form. And at the risk of... of uh, uh, pushing some buttons here, right. I, I feel I must speak plainly. Mm-hmm. Do mm-hmm. not try to hold them to the form that they have chosen to let go of. Mm-hmm. I didn't make them do what they did. I cannot take anyone out of the physical experience by myself. They have to agree to it, right? Yes. And so for those souls, I am serving them exactly how they are choosing. Exactly. And it is understood that this is is painful. Uh, From the personality perspective, but I am here to disrupt things and I am I'm doing so. Um, you know, you could have had a much deadlier, if we can use the term dead, mm-hmm. strain of pain than, than what the current situation is. And if you get it, that will not happen. And I believe that that is where things are headed although you're not quite at that tipping point yet, I do believe that that is where you are headed. And so in my disruption also, there are those who do not choose to leave their form, but they do go through a struggle. That is understood. It is can be quite a physical struggle. Hmm. Now, my, my physical self, it is also struggling to... To, to live and expand. And it is doing so through 
um, those beings who who choose to host me. Mm. And no, Mm. your personality cannot be the sole factor in choosing to host me or not. Your personality can influence this in collaboration with your soul nature. So if you want to stay here and you want to have a good time here, focus on the good that is here and really stay open to how things rearrange and how you uh, become part of the rearrangement because the old stories they are falling away mm-hmm. and a new story is being birthed you know i i never thought i'd be saying this but now that you know rosalind brought this up and um, and first of all, I didn't think I'd be talking to the virus, but that, you know, that's cool. And then secondly, I just want to send a little love your way. Cause I'm thinking you got a lot of haters out there right now. So I'm just sending some love your way, COVID. And, uh, it's all part of a greater purpose to, um, move us as Guy was saying, and in my terms towards the fifth dimension. So is this really that big, one of the big wake-up calls to help many of us take that next step? The biggest that you have experienced in a very long time as humanity. And I say that not because, oh, I am the deadliest. Mm -hmm. No. But because of how your communication systems work now, it amplifies in a way that was not possible during say, the plague, you know. Mm -hmm. And so there is um, increased energy focus, and there is a certain movement toward next evolution that is kind of prepped here uh, before I came along. And um, no doubt about it, I am a huge disruptor, and rather wily. So... um, Tune in, people. Hmm. Tune in to the wholeness in yourself and tune into your guidance of how to interact. You know your, your governments and, and so on and your health departments. They have recommendations for you. And I'm not saying to flout those, but I am saying... Tune in because you might have awareness that they do not. Hmm. And you Hmm. might um, find that there are moments where you are choosing um, additional support that they are not suggesting. And there are times you might know a moment, I am safe here in every way. And I do not need to have anxiety about washing my hands. I, I can bring, remember that COVID is here for love, and I can wash my hands with love, and I can rinse off any negativity. Uh, the one through whom uh, I am speaking, she has used the term lately, uh, feeling a little bit sheepish, you know, following some of these recommendations, but doing so. 
in terms of the, you know, the social interaction. And she says, well, I, I feel I am safe and, and you are safe, but I am uh, respecting the collective consciousness about this right now. And I am um, uh, honoring that by following these guidelines that were suggested. And also, do you feel, because I talked about this with Roslyn, and um, what I see, you know, that people are panicking and people are maybe focusing on the news, which is pretty negative, and, and maybe we need to return to joy and laughter. I find that's what makes me healthiest or, or keeps me healthiest. We can, if we focus on it, we get more of it. So how about a recommendation of finding ways to lighten up and to let go? Absolutely. Isn't this the evolution you desire anyway? Mm-hmm. Why not mm-hmm. begin, or shall we say continue or increase, this now you do not have to make room for me in your bodies uh, even if you are near a body that is hosting myself and I just want to ask you personally because I thought I already maybe have gone through with you you said some of us did and some of us didn't did I I had a really nasty well, I don't want to define it as that. I had a fun experience <laughs> back in February. <laughs> and it lasted for a few days, and it was not like anything I've had in a long time. And maybe I had some of the symptoms. And uh, did I experience you? A little bit. Okay. Just a little bit. Okay. Yes. Interesting. So maybe what they're telling us that it, it shows up over here at this time, and it shows up over there at this time. Maybe that's not 100% accurate. It is quite unknown. Okay. Uh, and I would add that your being wanted to understand me uh, a little more concretely. And so your being chose to experience a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it was, you know, it was actually, it was similar to having a flu, but I just had a lot of pain in my teeth and that. And anyway, just to me, the fact that it stuck with me for so long, I just kind of felt like, I don't think this is a typical, normally when uh, when I get something, it doesn't, I don't even notice it practically and it doesn't last. But anyway, moving on. Um, so people that are experienced, maybe that do have this, what would you uh, recommend for them? Everything that strengthens your breath and every bit of joy for that is part of that will support you. Now, not every system physically is identical, so there is no one method. Look to your natural healing sources and and, and sense, get some inkling of how your body responds to that. And that will be helpful for you know your your agencies and so on. Um, they have much to learn about me yet through their lens, and there is only so much support that they can provide. 
And I'm not saying that they cannot help you, but I'm saying you can do more. And there are um, ways to strengthen your lungs on all the levels. And so explore that. And remember why you came. Mm. And that will always bring joy. No one's purpose is set up to be a burden. No one's. Even mine. You could all hate me and it would not be a burden <laughs> mm. because I'm simply being myself. Right. So what happens to you after so, you... I'm sorry. Uh, so as you plug into that, it supports your awakening. And this is all about the awakening. Mm-hmm. So even if you are feeling quite ill right now or you know someone who's quite ill you can send sparkles for them if you are not the one and even if you are the one you can like dig deep inside and connect with who you are and what brought you here that brings joy and so that in every form of of joy you you might call more superficial it it all works together and they are equally valuable for if you do not have a, a reason to really commit to more vibrant health you won't do it you know you will maybe kind of sort it and take the long road to um, experiencing the last of the symptoms of my presence. So I was going to ask you, just because I'm curious about this, so when you kind of run your course, so to speak, um, what do you do then? Do you just hang out? I mean, uh, wait for another time. Oh, I'll be back in 10 years. See you then. If you guys don't get it, or I'll come back, and next time I'll be a little stronger. I mean, what what happens to your energy? Does it transform into something else? I do not know yet. Mm, wow. I am not in charge of that. It is like my collaboration with Source. And so it is all unfolding. Um, these are all possibilities. Wow. Interesting. So do you feel that after this, and I guess there's no way of knowing 100%, but do you think... Things are going to change. I mean, there's no guarantee, but do you think we're going to see some really big changes after this? I do. I do. Uh, as Gaia has said before me, that they will be incremental. But I, I do have that sense it is beginning already. And in what way would you say that those changes, people are going to become more loving, uh, more awake, more aware, more kind, more compassionate? They are not going to say yes to all of the old structures that did not support life. Mm. Yeah, the fact that this is a world pandemic is what caught my attention. Obviously, you know, many other things, but it just tells me it's such a, it's time we come together and start not just looking at our own backyard, but realizing everybody else that is on this planet, uh, we're all connected. 
and many people have had it very difficult for a long time. And I've been hoping that we see this change, that it becomes more balanced with everybody. Is that going to bring this about potentially? I am a significant factor Interesting. to disrupt, to support the process of this coming about. As is well known, but not always understood in the moment, nature has no borders. Mm. There is a thing that I've been reading about, some people have got me to look at, and I don't know if it's true or not, but it's called a Nesara, N-E-S-A-R-A, and there's a Jessara, which is a redistribution. And this is kind of what some people are saying that this may lead to. Is that in any way, uh, do you know about that, or do you feel that that's something that's coming forward? The spirit of that is working its way as we speak. Interesting. We would say the essence of that uh, is may or may not play out in the ways described. It is, that is an attempt to, you know, give something you can grab onto more specifically. Um, but there, there's big uprooting going on, and, and not enough people are going to be willing to go with the old program. They will say enough. This much I am aware of because it is already occurring. Is this going to be something that we will see fairly soon once this passes through, or is this going to continue to take its time like things often do? There will be increments. How fast or slow those go, I do not know. There are still beings making choices. Mm-hmm. I guess the future is could change just like that. So, but one thing I do see is people coming together, um, and maybe some people are taking time with this solitude to look within. And when this, I guess I can only speak for myself, but uh, you know, when I first started hearing about how bad it was, and then we started shutting things down, I was feeling a little negative energy. Just you know, I don't know. I guess sensing, feeling what the world was feeling. And then, I don't know, for some reason, I just felt so great. I'm just filled with such joy. And other people have told me that they think something really good is going to come from this. So is that what I'm sensing? Yes. <laughs> to, put it, to put it in a nutshell. Yes. As I said, I, I am a divine disruptor. And so we, we could be heading into, once we get through with this, how much longer is this, do you, would you say, I mean, you're the one behind it, so to speak, how much longer is this going to go on? I, it is not for me to describe that in days and weeks and months, because this for some, would short-circuit the process. Okay, I understand. Um, you will be able to handle this. That I can say. Uh, and uh, I know that there is much divine support for you, uh, as well as 
earthly support, certainly. Mm-hmm. Gaia supports all. Um, I do not require human hosts to be active in the world. It does not have to be that way. It is that way right now. And when that no longer serves, it will not be so. Hmm. I don't think I have anything else that I want to ask you at this point. Is there anything you'd like to say? I would like you all to know that you are powerful. You, you may see me as powerful, and I am. And you are every bit as powerful as I am. And so I greet you with respect, and I greet you with love, and I greet you with honor. And I thank you for this opportunity to play my part in the big upheaval Hmm. that leads to a greater unification of all. For I, too, shall evolve. Wow. Puts it in a totally different perspective. Thank you very much. You are most welcome. Certainly was nice to meet you. Glad you came in my body and visited for a little while. <laughs> I had a mild version, so I, I'm not making light of what people are going through. But thank you. Indeed. Blessings to all. Namaste. And just so you know, people that are listening, I'm, you know, I try to keep things light when I do my show, and, and I, because I do see it exactly as they foretell it. It's like, I know people make a choice to transition and be part of, it's all part of it, and I never would mean to disrespect anybody that is going through it uh, or facing anything. There's always love with that, but also from my end of it, I think I've been around enough times where I feel I can um, keep it a little lighter, you know, and uh, certainly not disrespecting anything. But it's interesting because coming into today, I wouldn't have thought that I'd be talking to a virus, and I kind of forgot that a virus is actually probably a living, it's part of a consciousness too, you know? So Rosalind was the one that, when she returns from Neptune, uh, we're going to talk to her about... And see how she felt, because I really sensed a shift in energy there. It was a little more serious and a little more to the point. How did you feel about that? I, I would agree with that. Um, it's Yeah, it's definitely a, a different vibration. And I'm not sure exactly how to describe that. Not what we're normally used to talking to, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's uh, identical to what I sensed last week when I, you know, got the start of that message, um, you know, being told I, I'm here only for love. It was like, okay. Did that surprise even you? Um, it helped more of me anchor that and um, channeling doing this channeling now helps me really embrace 
this knowing more fully because, you know, I've been kind of back and forth and and I I kind of have this sense that like there's a doomsday vision implanted in every human. Mm. Because some kind of vision of what that might be like. Mm. And so if something triggers the, oh my God, is that what's happening? You know, it it really challenges looking at things from this kind of perspective. Mm. Um, but I sense that that is also to serve us, you know, to look look at that and, and what specifically is the trigger, you know, in, in my life or past lives or whatever it is, um, so that I like, so that I have l- less stuck energy and so that I'm more free to bring all of me here, you know? Mm-hmm. And then as we talked with Gaia, we talked about, you know, that, I mean, basically she didn't call it that. She said it in a much better way than I did, but talked about basically transitioning from the third to the fifth and there would actually be a place where people might stay and then there would be one where they would, their energies would transition, but I guess would be, we'd be in all of them, but you know, it kind of supports what we've been talking about before as far as I just had to believe that you know not everybody maybe wants to go or is ready to go and there's there's still going to be a place for them and so this yes. is maybe pushing those of us that want to go there a little more and then there will still be a place for those you know I've heard theories too that um creator source was going to destroy some of the beings that wouldn't move along or were dark. And it's like, I don't believe that for a second because mm-hmm. everything is that alone. That sounds like the old punishment view, you know? Yeah. Separate the good from the bad and this is what happens to the bad. And I I don't resonate with that. It just doesn't feel like truth to me. It just feels more... Um, Go ahead. I'm sorry. I, I, I do want to mention too that in that whole kind of split of, what is it called, My, mitosis, you know, of, of two Earths, that I've also seen how eventually the two come back into one. And that would make sense. So, yeah. And so that, that uh, slower pace of shift uh, version is subsu- subsumed into the accelerated evolution version of earth and because you know oneness is is always like seeking more unification Mm -hmm. it's just naturally what we are and we chose Mm -hmm. uh we chose to have this experiment so we could understand this is the way it's been explained to me and kind of how i feel about it i want to get your opinion on it but you know, we're not physical beings and we wanted to see what it's like. And then we also would not know what something is without the absence of it. So we wouldn't know what dark is without light or light is without dark. So we had, we learned that way. And so we don't know mm-hmm. what source is unless we have the absence. We thought this will be a fun journey. Just imagine that. If we could forget source... And then go, 
I'm going to rediscover it. I'm going to go here. (laughs) Is that kind of what's going on? Or what is your take on all of that? I'm not 100% sure. But I do also have this sense. I mean, obviously, you know, the whole lack and, and recognition, I mean, that is the nature of duality. Um, and also, it seems to me that that source, you know, is constantly creating. Mm-hmm. So it's it's exploring these new flavors and possibilities and expansion of itself. Like we are part of its expansion. So we're not just like these. I mean, not that you said this, but we're not just like these dummies who forgot or <laughs> followed the, you know, did this stupid experiment of forgetting so that we could pretend that, you know, this is new. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. But, right. Um, but that, uh, like, source is enriching itself through us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely agree with that. Mm-hmm. And, and that, that whole... Um, veil or whatever you want to call it has been part of that um and also that has been getting thinner and thinner as the frequency raises what do you um you know because we basically what was said is that we are moving towards this place um of greater awareness and what do you think it's that's going to be like in your in your vision what do you think we're going to experience when we get to this place? I think that we will literally experience more light in every way. Will life be easier? And that it, that it will be easier. And that it's like the, I think that the range is going to be different. What do you mean the range? Like the depths, uh, the emotional range is like is is going to be just as big, but the low point is not going to be as low. Mm. Will be because what is what yeah. is it they say everybody has their sort of um not their zero I forget what it's called their zero point their kind of their baseline right okay that our baseline is going to be a higher frequency. That makes sense. In that cooperation is going to be much more the norm, and the fear is going to be, you know, um, I, non-existent, almost non-existent. I, you know, it's I, I don't know the particulars. I've kind of had a overarching vision of it when I've tried to tune into that before and get the sense of of like even the buildings glowing in a way and in in a more natural way and and that we are glowing more um while still physical and this sense of of like that glowing structure kind of like a a palace um that has been a symbol for me uh my my weekly silent meditation group uh, we started uh meeting, let's say, in the ethers, not in person, uh, about a week ago, and doing this every morning now. And then we um, talk uh, about our experiences uh, by a free conference call afterward. Mm. And 
yesterday, what I saw in that meditation, I saw myself and many people moving toward that crystalline-type palace, just like rays of people um, moving into it. And then I saw it expand and like I was sort of like plop down over the entire earth. Hmm. Like the earth was within that structure. And, and I had not seen that before. So does that mean we're getting closer then to it? I do think so. And and everybody in this group, I mean, we constantly are having positive visions and and it's not, you know, I, I think we are all truly approaching this to be open to whatever we experience in this silent meditation. And uh, some people will specifically ask to check in on Gaia, how are you doing, how can I help, those kinds of things. And it is always a positive response from all, all seven of us each time. Hmm. You know, when we were doing the interview and uh we were talking to i think it was guy at the time and because we you know i talked about you know us transitioning and and saying that there was being a place maybe that some people would be left behind but the you know what i take away from i guess oh i brought up why what i thought of this coronavirus at first and like a lot of people are concerned and and then i I don't know, this peace and this joy came over me, and it's like, what's wrong with me? <laughs> but I feel <laughs> really joyous about it, and I've said, am I just picking up on, on that? And what is your take? On what the, exactly? The oh. fact that we have this virus that is going to be, well, it's already causing a lot of problems, but I, I just see something really good. Um, I mean, it, there's no guarantee, I guess, because things can change. But I feel, and mm-hmm. more than one person has told me this, that they feel really, really good about this, even though we're going through what we're going through. I mm-hmm. still have this great joy. Yep. I, I, you know, I have been nervous at times of how messy is this going to be before we get to what I consider the good part, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but whenever I tune in, the answers are very positive and very clear, and uh and so that always makes me feel good. And every time I clear some some old stuff that was hanging around somewhere in me that, you know, in my regular day-to-day would probably not show up or certainly not be in my face, every time I do that kind of clearing, I feel incredibly good mm. and so grateful for what is happening now. And and. I have done a lot of clearing on myself in the past, you know, but things have been, um, you know, on an even keel in certain ways for me for a while. And I haven't felt like I have to go try to dig something out that's not apparent to me. Um, So this is like, I don't know, sometimes I see it like it's pointing out, oh, where there's a there's a carrot ready to come up right over here. Mm, yeah. <laughs> get this one, you know, get the spade out. <laughs> yeah, I know what you're talking about. And there mm-hmm. are things that, little things that sometimes will set you off. I wouldn't say set me off, but, you know, I react to and it's like, 
Still haven't quite worked that out, have you? <laughs> Still haven't. <laughs> you know, you can yeah. recognize it a lot easier now. At least it seems like to me I can recognize it and I say, yep, still trying to balance that out so I can, you know, move along here, move along. So anything else you want to tell us today, Rosalind, or any, do you want to go back to Gaia? Any more questions for her that we should, what do you feel? Um, I feel like that's complete with her. Um, yeah, unless you have more questions. Not at this moment, but it was really nice to reconnect with Gaia. It's been a while since we've done a show and it just, I don't know. I just feel an energy that comes from you that it's like, it's different than what we had with COVID. COVID was a little more, okay, I'm getting to the point here. I've got some work to do. I'm serious. I like the answer about, I said, what's going to become of you after this? And, and the answer was, I don't know. <laughs> like she mm -hmm. said, she, if she was going to exist uh, and doesn't necessarily need us to exist. But I said, well, where do you go? And, and she said, at this point, I don't know. So I'm just guessing the energy will transform into something else mm -hmm. and move on yeah. and serve in some yeah. other way. So it was fascinating. Yeah. seems like everything does, you know, and we just are used to looking at a certain snippet of time. Yeah, and we get caught up, you know, I get caught up in the 3D world and thinking, well, okay, this is a virus. Where did that come from? And blah, blah. And then you forget to realize, well, it's all part of consciousness. It's all connected. And there's always a purpose. Do you believe that sometimes we bring these things forward, um, that we almost create these things that with our negative? I remember Gaia told us once that if we had more love, uh, the planet wouldn't be doing some of the things that it's doing as far as earthquakes and uh, th things mm -hmm. like that, it's kind of has to release the negative energy that we put out. Do you believe that is mm. some of what goes on? I, I suspect that plays a role. As I recall in one of our interviews, and I could have it wrong, but Gaia said this could be a lot easier on you. <laughs> If you just learn to have more love and accept, you know, what's coming forward as opposed to holding on to the old, the, the uh, COVID was really talking about that the old, you know, this is helping to remove the old. That was seemed like the number one thing that it was here to do. Did you sense mm -hmm. that at all? Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, it It seems also a very intelligent energy as all would be connected to divine consciousness right yeah but i mean it's 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 smart mm. i mean it I, I don't mean to instill fear in any way because i mean you know we've heard all these messages and, and i and i get that it is wily if it needs to mutate in a way that is more challenging or less challenging, mm. it will be spot on in doing that. Mm. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Well, time to start sending out the love, feeling the love. <laughs> you know, I mean, I, I do see a lot of, um, like, people reaching out to people, you know, showing concern mm -hmm. for their safety, uh, you know, a certain way of expressing their love, um, there's a, um, 
a kind of camaraderie. Mm-hmm. I think a unity. That, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that is um, certainly what. What this was intended to do, probably, right? Did I lose you again? Are you still there, Ross? I lost your volume, but are you still with me? I am. Can you hear me yet? Yeah, now what happens? Sounds like you're on a different line. Okay. Um, sometimes my phone gets a little weird after I've been on a while. <laughs> I guess it's a sign we need to wrap up. <laughs> yep, absolutely. So is there anything you want to leave us with before we step away? Um, you know, I just I want to thank you for this opportunity. Um, I am in the process of creating more opportunities to support people in their evolution moving forward with this. Um, some remote circles and trainings um, happening in the next weeks and uh, months. So um, I I really uh, hope that people you know check in with me on Facebook. Check out my website, see what new things are coming up, um, because it is time for us to all work together uh, in in the ways that we're guided, the ways that we resonate. And um, if you resonate with the kinds of things that I offer, I, I'm happy to uh, be part of your support system. Well, wonderful job again. Uh, it's always I love listening to you when you're channeling and what comes out, and who would have thought we'd be talking to the actual virus uh, today. I, that was the f- When you even contacted me, that was the furthest thing that I was thinking about. It's like, what does she want to do? <laughs> well, yeah, I guess it is kind of consciousness, you know? Okay. But, you know. <laughs> After all the things you have asked me to I know, channel, TJ, I, know, I, know. I am surprised you're surprised. <laughs> you know? But it was, it was really... It's been I, too long. <laughs> Yeah, that too. And, and also it's eye-opening because it's easy to get caught up again thinking a certain way and not realizing that everything serves a purpose and everything has consciousness. Even a rock, even a car. Would you say like our vehicles, our computers, everything has consciousness? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, for, for me, when I start tapping into more of that is when I feel best mm. because it's like I'm in the real reality. I don't see how it couldn't have consciousness. If everything is created from thought and then formed into matter, well, there has to be consciousness holding it together. So people have told me like they're driving their car and they treat it really well and they talk nice to it and they don't have... There's a good friend of mine who's a fisherman. He fishes in Alaska and he goes up Mm. there and he does the sockeye salmon season, which is only like a, a month or two. And he talks so nice and gentle to his boat <laughs> because he, he believes that it makes a difference. And he watches all these other guys break down and his boat doesn't break mm-hmm. down. And so... Oh, wow. That's cool. Yeah. And then there's people I work with that get very angry at their computer and they always have computer problems. I'm just saying. So Kona, the COVID-19 brought that full circle for me again to realize, oh yeah, there is consciousness in everything. How could there not be? Hmm. Well, thank you, yep. Rosalind. That and was, go ahead. I, I think she also, or I don't know, it feels a little more like a she to me somehow. But me too. It might just be me. Me too. But anyway, 
um, she really wanted us to understand that we're just as powerful as she is, mm-hmm. that we have a choice. Mm-hmm. I don't, frankly, and I'm not undermining anything. Uh, people need to be careful, but I believe I've had it. It doesn't mean I'm immune to it. But I never worry about these things to begin with. I will take more precautions, but I don't I don't worry about them because I, I know that generally my body isn't, health is in good shape, but it doesn't mean we shouldn't follow the rules that they've instructed us to do. But personally, I don't worry about it at all. Should I? <laughs> I don't, I you've don't got think, a, I You've don't got think a connection <laughs> over there, so I'm just throwing that out there. I think out of everything we've said today, okay. um, no, you know, it's worry... Worry doesn't help anything. No. It's like constructive. You know, what is constructive? You can take actions that seem supportive without putting the worry into them. Like that description about, you know, you can wash your hands with love. Mm -hmm. You can wash off what does not serve you. And I also think, you know, we are, this really is all energy that we're talking about. So you have the ability to protect yourself with light. I mean, we still do that, right? Um, yep. So that you can wash your hands with soap, but then wash them with light. <laughs> put, put a good, exactly. Put a good dose of light. I mean, what if, you, what if you took every protective action and took, took it to the, what I'll call the next level in how you do it? Mm-hmm. I mean, imagine all the awesome, incredible energy you would radiate by doing that. I mean, can we take this situation and milk it for every possible benefit? Mm-hmm. You know, why not? Like, where? what's the limit to this? I don't think there is a limit. I think we're going to discover in this next place that we get to, if it truly isn't it going to happen soon, is that we are unlimited beings who use mm-hmm. our thoughts to create. This is my vision of it. And that... Nothing mm-hmm. will be, oh, I'm hungry. Oh, wait a second, there's a candy bar. And it's actually good for you. And it's like whatever you want to uh, bring forward, you'll be able to manifest a lot quicker. You actually may not even need food, like I think was suggested. Um, mm-hmm. And you could just live off prana or whatever. Um, and I think we'll be more telepathic. And I think because of that, we'll be more connected to source. And blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. So a lot of... So Go ahead. You, you're reminding me. So one, one of our um, meditation group members, uh, before things really got going with this virus, she had already decided that she uh, would be silent for a month um, for you know, her, her reasons, how she felt it would be helpful for her own growth. And so when we meet on conference call after... She, right, she, she cannot tell us <laughs> what, oh. or at least not with words, what her experience was like. But we take a few moments every time for her to share the energy with us. Hmm. And we all have, if not identical, similar descriptions. Really? Sometimes it's been, and every time she has uh, nodded, because her partner is there, um, he's told us, oh, she's nodding, she's nodding yes, <laughs> when we then go around and share. So um, I have found that fascinating. Um, 
I have uh, even, you know, some years back been uh, part of a, a group a couple of times. Uh, Did I lose you? Make sure I still got you. Yeah, it's your phone because I still got you here. Oh, gosh. There you are. Can you hear me now? Yes, I can. Okay. Sorry. So um, I was part of spoon bending groups. Really? You bent actual spoons. I lost you again, Roz. I think the universe is saying, that's enough. See if, I'm, if you're still there. Can you hear me now? Yes, I can. Okay, I'm going to see. Wait. Okay, now you just hung up on me, I think. Oh, okay, sorry. No, no that's fine. I'm um, just kidding you. Uh, so a- anyway, every everybody was able to bend the spoon, you know, touching the spoon, but no force and unable to bend the spoon physically before led through, we were led through this process. I know people who've done fire walking, rebar bending, you know, personal friends. We are able in the right modes. We can do far more than we typically think is possible. Mm-hmm. I believe so. Yeah. And that's what we're going to see. I think we will become more unlimited. Our bodies, they say that our bodies will be lighter in that, well, they, who's they? But it's like, it only makes sense that we're going to speed up our vibration. We're going to be filled with more light and awareness and love and that we'll have fewer limitations. And then there's the saying that a lot of people are saying is that we're basically ascending and taking our bodies with us, which is not something we normally do when we're going to this next place. And then our bodies will no longer age and have disease. And is that stuff that you kind of see as well? Um, it's definitely in the realm of possibility. I don't know how fast all of that is going to happen, mm-hmm. um, but I, it, it's there certainly is potential for that, and I think we're going to see more and more things. I better let you go because you are. Sounds like your phone yeah. wants to take a nap. I, I don't. Yeah, I don't want us to get suddenly cut off again. So <laughs> we better wrap it up. <laughs> well, thank you very much again, Rosalind, and I'll let you have the last word. Go ahead. Uh, I I just want to thank you, TJ, and for everybody out there who is holding space of of grace uh, as we move through these changes, um, and all the things, all the light uh, in each one of you that is supporting our process right now. Namaste. Namaste.